Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, today I have a very special guest. His name is Ben Spangle, and he's from Edmonton as well. Now, Ben is a professional speaker, but he's also an entrepreneur and a mindset and performance coach. He teaches people how to live a life they love by learning the secrets of their mind. He is married to his wife, Tiffany, and his father to two wonderful daughters. Welcome, Ben. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, Ben, can you tell me how you got to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, I think like a lot of people, uh, at least in Canada here, I grew up in a middle income household that struggled financially, um, was a big part of it. And um, I made a decision early in my life. I didn't want that to be me. So I told myself things were going to be different for me. And I got my first job. I remember at 15, saved every dollar I could and saved up about 43, $4,400. And I was on my, on my way, I thought. And then, uh, but then I was very into a video game at that point. And the new one came out and I needed a new computer. And back then a good computer was about 4,500 bucks. So <laughs> I went and blew the money. So now I was down to zero. Anyways, fast forward, uh, I start working, I'm making money and I'm, repeating the same life. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm having a tough time getting by. And I was very fortunate when I was young, when I was 21, I got into the financial service world and started building my own business doing that. Um, but even with that, I was, I struggled. I, my first few years were a mess and I was struggling. And it wasn't until I went to my first seminar that I ever attended that it was like all the puzzle pieces clicked together. And I really started to understand the impact of our programming that has happened in our mind and our outer results. And from there, my, my whole life started to transform. So that's how I ended up getting into this as I built my own business and succeeded doing that and helped others do the same in it. It, uh, I developed a passion for this material, but also helping other people understand themselves. And I feel like if we can understand ourselves, we can understand our mind. We can learn to use that tool that we've been given to help us create the life that we really want and a life that we really love. Well, you know, the, the mind is one of the most powerful things, and yet it is the most underestimated thing we use. Right. You're so right. I think it was Napoleon Hill that says, that said, we use less than 2% of our brain power to really do what we want to accomplish. Can you picture if we access the other 98%? Yeah, I, it's amazing to think. It, uh, we have so much more inside of us and so much more possibility and potential. And yeah, and I agree with you. It, uh, you know, it scares me to think, I mean, if, what if I, I was reading books at that time and one of those books led me to the seminar, but what if that never happened? Maybe I just keep on going down the same path. I don't know, you know? <laughs> well, and, and I, I suspect that the vast majority of people in this world 
Mm -hmm. are living lives that are programmed where they do the same thing over and over again. Yep. You know, the lifetime of quiet desperation Mm -hmm. is certainly there, but it's not like it used to be. I mean, now it's nuanced by computers, by the internet, by the social media, by television. Everything is a distraction along the way. Yeah. Yeah. You got that right. And, you know, one of the things I learned about our mind and the fact that a, it can be programmed, but it's this idea B, if, if you don't take conscious control, then somebody else is doing the programming for you. Yeah. I I've always found is a bit like a game where you're in a huge football stadium and the goal is to get from one end to the other, but there's no rules. And along the way, there's a million distractions trying to get your attention. Mm. So just to get from one to the end is almost impossible because all these shiny objects are jumping at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a great analogy for it, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) And, And you know, it also is a funny game because it's not, the football game isn't just going A to B. It's not flat. It's like climbing a ladder because you go up and then you slide down and you go up and then you slide down and then you go up and then you slide down. So it's not an easy climb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you think about change and all of us want change, right? We want, uh, we all, we all want progress. We all want improvement and change is a challenging thing because of a human nature for sure but also our past habits of thought or past habits of behaviors that continue to, some of them are very deeply ingrained that we're climbing up the ladder and then, but they're pulling there. Sometimes they're pulling us back down the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. And and the worst thing is when you're climbing up the ladder and it's the wrong ladder Mm -hmm. because you've made the wrong conscious decision to Mm -hmm. go down the wrong path. Mm -hmm. And that is something that people have to realize that, they really need to decide what ladder they're climbing in order to get that goal that they want. Yeah. Well, I, I love your, your message of having a fantastic life. And, and I think that you're so right on that, Dr. Alika, with really thinking about your life and making sure I'm not climbing the wrong ladder does require some thought. It requires some reflection, some evaluation. And there's, uh, you know, I like to, uh, in, in our seminars with there's three big questions I like to teach people that we've all heard before, but to actually take the time, how much it can help our lives. One is what do I actually want? And I find that the majority of us, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about that, what we really want. And then, like you said, you'd be working, 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 working. And then wait, that's not where I wanted to go, (laughs) but we, we weren't deciding it. Two is how do I want to live? And then three is who do I want to be? Yeah, those, those are important. It's in keeping with the little concept that I have in my book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Mm-hmm. I write in here a chapter on purpose. Mm. In that chapter is a concept called Ikigai. And Ikigai mm. is, is a great concept. If you haven't seen that, Ben, I'd suggest you look it up because they have four parts. And the four parts of deciding what your purpose is, is the... First one is what you love, you know, mm-hmm. because if you don't have a love for something. If you don't have a passion for something, there's no way you're ever going to be doing it all your life with the passion you need. Mm-hmm. It's that love that drags you through things that when, when things are going bad, you say, ah, it doesn't matter. I love it anyhow. Yeah. The second thing is what you're good at. 
Mm. Because if you're not good at something, I don't care if you have a passion for it, you're never going to really make it a purpose in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, for example, as a kid, I liked to skate, but I was an awful hockey player. So Mm -hmm. there's no way I would have been one of these superstars in the NHL in this day and age, Mm -hmm. because I don't care how many hours I skated or played, I wouldn't have been good at it. Mm. Third thing is what the world needs. So, I I mean, if you love being uh, a seller of pencils and you were good at selling pencils, the world doesn't need a seller of pencils. (laughs) So you being a seller of pencils would not give you your goal in life because it wouldn't give you the fourth thing. And that's what you can be paid for. You know, everything good in life, you need to be paid for it to make it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And if you can't be paid for it, I don't care if you love it, you're good at it and the world needs at it. You still need to make money at it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it'll never be your icky guy. Yeah. That's so good. I, I wasn't familiar with that. Those are great, great points. Yeah, I'd suggest you look that up. It's a, it's a wonderful Venn diagram of four interlapping circles yeah. that really means a lot to people when you say it to them. It, right. it really crystallizes where they should be going at. And yeah. if people spent a little bit of time and mapped this out in their lives, it's great. But you know, an icky guy doesn't have to be permanent. You can try one on for size. Right. And if it doesn't work for you, you can yeah. try another one on for size. You yeah. can have a part-time icky guy before you go to a full-time icky guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was on a uh, coaching call with one of my one-on-one clients today and, and he wants to get out of his career. You know, he's done it for quite some time and he's looking to make a change and, and he's got some ideas of things that he would like to do. Right. Not really sure what he loves yet. He has some things he loves. Um, but one of the processes that I talk to everybody about is, you know, whatever it is, as you're thinking about even these questions you just were reflecting on, right? What do you love and what are you good at to actually take the time to write them out? I had him write out his ideal future that how his day would unfold and, you know, what time he'd be working and everything. And within five days, he, apparently he'd applied three, four months back for this position. He doesn't really remember, but within five days, this company calls him and says, Hey, we've got this position. And it's, you know, it's the hours that he wanted. It's this, it's that. And there was everything that he wanted uh, with the exception of one thing he wasn't sure on. And, um, and so anyways, the conversation was pretty simple. I said, well, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you try to your point? Right. Why wouldn't you try? And then see, you don't, if it's not what you want to do long-term, you can always change. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, there's very few things in life that are permanent. Mm. I, I know there's death that's permanent. I know mm. there's taxes that's permanent. Mm-hmm. We hope we're in a relationship with another human being that's going to be permanent. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a family of yeah. two wonderful daughters like you have and four wonderful daughters like I have, mm. that is permanent. So, mm-hmm. they, you know, there are certain things that are permanent, but, yeah. you know, everything else is tentative. So true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you talk a lot about the law of attraction. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I'm, uh, again, you know, my own journey in life, I 
uh, grew up not thinking about that whatsoever. And, but to me, what it means is this idea is that we really do attract people, places, circumstances, and events into our life. And uh, I guess the other idea too, being that your thoughts and feelings are primarily what uh, attracts these things into your life. And so for me, when I first started, I, I, I don't know that I was skeptical of it, but I thought that, I don't know, that's not how I'd been taught. I, I just thought life just happens to you. And then you make the best of it. And if you work really hard, then maybe you can carve out a, uh, a good living and a good life. And what I learned is that th those are valuable things to have. And you can also begin to work with this law of attraction. It's well, it's always working, right? Like attracts like in this concept that what we send out in some degree, we do get back. So a, a good example would be when I was struggling financially, I, um, I logically knew exactly what to do to grow my income. Matter of fact, I was doing many of those things in my business, but I found that I wasn't experiencing the growth that I wanted in that. And then as I learned more of these ideas, work with my mind a bit and started to, in my opinion, started to work more with this law, I began to attract higher net worth clients, bigger clients, everything. And so things started to change for me. Part of it's what I was doing, absolutely. And part of it was what I was attracting to. Yeah, that's important. And you know, when you throw out your bread on the water, so to speak, it's amazing mm. how it comes back. Mm. And it comes back in such a way that it, it is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there, there's a lot of dynamic things that go on in your life. When you think of them, it attracts certain things. It does. However, the law of attraction does not work without action. Mm -hmm. Need attraction plus action for it to happen. Yep. Picture if your client had put in uh, and decided they wanted a new job and never put in an application to anybody else. Mm -hmm. Picture you wanted to win a million dollars in the lottery and mm -hmm. you never bought a lottery ticket. You got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P personal action is really, if you think about it, it's it's the bridge, right? It's the bridge between thought and accomplishment and that I've got these ideas. And uh, again, I know many people want greater financial prosperity in their life. And one of the concepts I love is abundance as opportunity. So as we begin to pursue a bigger vision for our future, whether that's professionally, whether that's uh, financially, whatever it may be in any area, that these opportunities show up. These are the things that, in my opinion, this is what we attract. And to your point is that the opportunity is there, but your job is the personal action. What do you begin to go and do about that. And the two of these things combined are amazing. You start to get your thoughts aligned with your vision of your future, right? And a basic premise to live by that if we all live by this more often, we'd all lead happier, healthier, wealthier lives, spend more time focusing on things we want, less time focusing on things we don't want. I mean, generally you spend time focusing on, even if someone's listening, they're not sure on the law of attraction. What I am sure is this, if you spend time focusing on things you don't want all the time, you're going to have a pretty unhappy life. But when you focus on the good, you focus on the positive, you focus on the wonderful things in your life and things that you would like to look forward to in your life, you're going to feel a lot better first and foremost. But I also know you begin to attract better. Now, when those things show up, what do we do about it? Right? All of a sudden, maybe it's someone that is looking at a new profession, new career, a new business. And then someone talks to them about it. They talk to them about an opportunity for that. Well, do they take it? Do they take it? looking to grow their wealth. And now there's a new investment. Did they, you know, I mean, there's all these things.
right? Personal action is a key though. Here, yeah. <laughs> it's easy. Uh, uh, another, personal, uh, another personal thing that has to be done is helping our subconscious mind get into that. Yes. Do you have any pearls on how to program the subconscious mind? Yeah, I uh, love the subject. The, the subconscious mind, best way I like to think of it is, is if it's a supercomputer and the supercomputer operates on programming, of course. So our mind was programmed and we're, you know, it started when we were really young from about the ages of zero to seven or nine is where a lot of our programming takes place because our conscious mind was not fully developed. So the subconscious was wide open. So now here we are, you might be 35, 55, 65, 75, however old someone is listening. And we have these programs that may or may, some are working for us and some aren't. But like a computer, if I went to the computer and it was outputting the wrong information, I would know that the code is incorrect. The program is incorrect. So I need to rewrite the program. Well, the subconscious mind primarily speaks in two ways, imagery and emotion. The language of the subconscious is feeling. So what we want to do in terms of reprogramming the subconscious mind is we begin with these thoughts of what is it that I want? And this could be a habit you want to change. This could be a, a material outcome in your life. Uh, it, you could use it for anything, but what do I want? And then the time that you spend beginning to picture this new reality, whatever it is, and imagine the feeling of it in that moment, you're making an impression on the subconscious mind. So this is a programming tool. It's not the only one, but this is visualization and emotionalizing it is one of the most powerful. Now, the other thing that uh, is said is if you tell your unconscious mind what you want before you go to bed at night, yeah. that helps to prime your unconscious mind. That was from Napoleon Hill himself. Yeah. I would say that because that that time of the day, your subconscious is more prone to these things. So if you say unconscious, you know, speak to it, give it a name. Yeah. As, I would like to achieve ABC. Mm -hmm. And your unconscious mind can help you with that if you let it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, that nighttime and, and then the very, right, very first thing when we first wake up too, it's kind of, you know, when we think of that half drowsy state, right? The conscious mind's not fully, fully awake and alert. So the door to the subconscious is much more open. Uh, you've probably read it. Um, uh, Dr. Joseph Murphy's book, the power of the subconscious mind. That was one thing he would teach a lot is these affirmations that you could use and repeat over and over and before you're drifting off to sleep. And yeah. Exactly. Well, Ben, this show is called the How to Live a Fantastic Life Show. Yeah. How have you learned to have a fantastic life? Mm. Uh, I love the question. For me, the first thing is, is that when I learned that my life was my responsibility, that was the starting point of, of that. Because before that, I was kind of a, felt like a victim to circumstance at times, you know, if this happened, I was happy. If this happened, I was sad. When I learned that I am responsible, that's part of the starting point for me was living a fantastic life was that, Hey, it's my life. I got to choose it. I got to choose it. The second thing for me, and, and I'm, I'm not, just, I'm just going to stop you there. And I think everybody has to take a hundred percent responsibility for everything in their life. If mm. they want to live a fantastic life. Because yes. if you don't, 
all you are is another person that's a victim. You're just another person pushing it off. Oh, woes me. It's because of X, Y, and Z, not mm-hmm. the right way to do anything. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I, I think for me, one of the biggest keys, and and I'm not necessarily an expert in teaching others how to do it, but I, I think marrying right is super important. I mean, my uh, I love my wife so much. And uh, part of my fantastic life is my relationship with her. And so find, finding the right partner, um, I think is an amazing thing. And then, you know, some of the other things, I mean, you, you brought it up earlier, but I, I think doing work you love really matters. Again, you know, if you think of a partner or spouse, we're going to spend a lot of time with that person. So we want to make sure it's the right person for us. If it's work, I mean, say you work eight hours a day, let's just say, I mean, that's about a third of your, your days. So doing work you love, that's been part of my key to a, what I would consider a fantastic life is I love what I do, you know? And then my, that, my... that is huge to love what you do and do what you love. Yeah. Those are important things, but yeah. remember there's always aspects of every job that yep. you do that you do not like to do when 100%. you're in your house, you got to clean the toilets. Yep. You got to do the nasty work of the housework. Yeah. But if you don't, It'll be a mess, but it yeah. truly is a labor of love as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It doesn't mean you love every minute of it, but you overall love, love what you do. And, and I think lastly, and you know, for a large part of my life, I actually didn't do much of this probably first 10 years of my business life. I was very business focused. And so everything was, you know, was it productive towards the business in the last five, six, seven years, my views of the world, as many have changed where part of, I think, living a fantastic life is just do more of the things that you love doing, not necessarily just your work, but just spend more time. You love gardening, spend some time gardening. You know, I love getting out for walks. <laughs> I, just, I just like to do that stuff. I love being in nature. I mean, I love reading. I love meditating. I love, so I, that's part of it is just do more of the things that you love to do. Exactly. I think these are key. I, I think these are, 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 touchstones and corner points of it. Mm. I, I think this is all part of the big picture of living. Mm-hmm. All these things are important. And of course, a good way to find out more is to read great books. Mm. Like, like the book I wrote, the secrets to living a fantastic life, listen mm. to great lectures, go to great presentations because mm-hmm. they're all there to help you. They are. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have taken all, like you have all their years of wisdom, turned it into a book and, you know, for however many years of life experience and you can pick it up for 20 or 30 bucks. I mean, it's, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And and you know, there are so many, so I think everybody has to be an avid lifetime reader there. Mm. If they don't, they're cheating themselves. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, reading changed my life. 100%. 100%. It, uh, I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, but I, uh, by the way, Think and Grow Rich was, you've talked about many times, it was the first book I ever read in terms of any of these areas of any kind of personal growth. And uh, I remember reading it and that was the first introduction to the power of our thoughts, right? I mean, the title, Think and Grow Rich, there's more to it than just that, but it was the introduction. But ever since that day, I picked it up. I mean, there's, there's very few days I've had them, but there's very few days in my life that I haven't read from a book. And uh, it was the introduction to ideas that could help me improve my life. Yeah. 
Exactly. Well, Ben, how can people find out more from you uh, about you and what you have to offer? Yeah, it sounds great. Uh, my website is great, benspangle.com and uh, S-P-A-N-G-L. So there's no, no E on the end there. You can go to the website. We have lots of info there. Uh, if you're on any of the social platforms, I'm pretty much on all of them. Instagram is probably where I'm most active, but, but those would be the best places. Excellent. Well, Ben, thank you so much for sharing with me. And thank you so much for contributing your knowledge to this, uh, to this show as well. Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Leica. It's been great. And ladies and gentlemen, check out my website, drallenleica.com. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A.com. And be sure to get a golden pearl delivered to your mailbox each and every week. They will change your life if you let them. But also make sure you check me out as a professional speaker, because if you need a professional speaker for your uh, company or your uh, stage, I can make your events sparkle and change your business and personal lives in ways that you've never seen possible. Bye for now and have a fantastic day. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day.